Hey everyone, welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. I'm Rick Nevenace, and it's so good to be back with you. I gotta say, I love these podcasts so much. I've got it playing in my home, I've got it playing in my truck. Any opportunity that I have, Wisdom's Echo, these daily podcasts, they're playing, man. And it's so amazing to have these glimpses into those that I walk in close relationship with and to hear what is stirring within their hearts. And for me to be a part of this and to share a glimpse into what has really begun to transform my life and I get an opportunity to share it, it's really overwhelming. So I just wanted to thank all of you for your constant engagement with these daily podcasts. It's really awesome, man, just to hear what these podcasts mean to those that listen in every day. It's amazing. So I just bring greetings and it's so good to be back with you. Today, I want to talk about a particular topic that has been important for me because the moment I got to see certain things for what it was and had an opportunity to take responsibility to deal with some of these thought processes, it began to allow me to see things completely differently, which is amazing. So I want to talk about the mind. There are several portions of scripture that refer to the mind, the way one thinks, the way one should think. And one of the fondest ones for me is when Paul begins to teach us about the renewing of the mind. And he says, I think it's Romans 12 verse 2, Paul says, don't conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind, because only then will one be able to test and approve the will of God, his good, pleasing, perfect will. Now, that was a portion of scripture that I personally have read countless times. And when you read it, not just words on a page, but you read it by the spirit, it comes alive. And I can remember the one day just engaging with Romans 12 verse 2 that Paul's saying that we shouldn't conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed. When I looked at that word transformed, it began to engage with me. Now, this is what I love about the scripture. When you engage by the spirit, these scriptures begin to engage with us. And that word transformed begun to engage with me. And when I saw it, it took me. So I looked at that word transformed, engaging by the Spirit. And I went through a gate within the Scriptures. And I found myself on the Mount of Transfiguration where Yeshua was transfigured. And a whole lot of stuff unfolded, which was amazing for me. But the key thing that I realized was that word transformed means transformed. Figured, okay. So it's a it's a big deal because our minds should be transfigured through the process of engaging in truth, and then we no longer have the capacity to think the way we used to think because now we are transfigured by the process that we're on and engaging within the realms and the dimensions of truth. So as I began to engage within this process. I had an encounter and within the encounter, it transformed some stuff, man. It was amazing. But Yahweh took me into this room that was positioned within my mind 
And when I walked into this room, I immediately knew that this was my subconscious. Now, within this room, there was old machinery, like ancient stuff, man. And when I looked at this, I engaged with Yahweh and Yahweh said, Rick, you're on this journey of transforming your mind. But what so many neglect to do is to engage with their subconscious. Now, when I sat on that, I went, okay, because the subconscious is a part within your brain that takes information and then begins to channel it through and operates a certain way that you've been taught. And it just, it takes over so that your brain can continuously think about new things, learn about new things, take on new things while the subconscious goes, hey, I'm okay, Rick, I'm okay. So yeah, I'm in this room and I'm looking at all of this old machinery, which began to reveal old thought processes, old thought patterns, beliefs that were sitting within the subconscious. And here on the other side, I'm wanting to engage with the renewed mind, seeing things a whole new way, but I've neglected the subconscious. And Yahweh said that as you begin to behold the new thought processes of that what you now are engaging with within the realms of truth, you also got to hold the subconscious close to your heart because that what you are now learning needs to come into the subconscious so that the subconscious can be renewed just as much as your mind is being renewed. And that was key for me because when I began to behold that, I went, all right, that's the reason why Yahweh revealed this to me because I needed to sit over my subconscious, engage within this dimension so that what I'm engaging with now is arcing together with the subconscious so that now it can begin to start this new thought process within me so it can carry and run what I'm beginning to walk out now through the knowledge that I've got. And then when you engage with the knowledge and it becomes part of who you are, we can expect to see things happen intentionally. Ah, oh, come on, man. And that's the, the subconscious. So that was awesome for me. So now when I engage with the renewing of the mind. When I engage with what Yahweh is unfolding for me and I'm engaging within the realms of truth, that truth begins to renew the mind. And by my, my pursuit in this, the renewed mind is now arcing together with the subconscious and I'm beginning to renew the subconscious because it's that subconscious that is so important when I'm not particularly th uh, thinking of something, the subconscious is still running and we begin to engage within this process. One thing I want to say on this as well, which was just fascinating for me, is when we engage within the realms and the dimensions of truth, we see truth for what it is. Truth does not expose the law that we've been entangled in. We see the law for what it is when we engage in truth. Because truth only knows truth. Truth doesn't see the law. Okay. Now, the reason I'm saying this is because it's important. Because we would often see truth and we would go, oh, truth exposed the law. 
No, truth presented itself to us so that we can behold the realms and the dimensions of truth, which then when we look in our lives, we go, oh, what I did believe was a lie. Great. You saw the lie. Untangle from it. Don't look at it again and engage with truth because truth only knows truth. Righteousness only knows righteousness. So my eyes are always engaging within the realms and the dimensions of truth, within righteousness, within the countenance of my father, because that's what I want to become. I want to become like him. So it's a big deal for me engaging with this process of the mind and engaging with what Yahweh is unfolding for us, because we can't continue to have these old thought patterns or systems within us and expect to see something different. We've got to sit within what is unfolding. We've got to behold this process. And as Paul teaches us in Romans 12, that we should not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. Because it's at that place, Scripture says, that we can behold that what is our portion to see it transform us so that when we're in creation, we are living from a different realm. Although we're here, we have the opportunity to open our gate and to bring about a transformation because we've become the answer to the places of need that is waiting for that answer to come. And it's really important in every area of our life to carry that close to our hearts. Now, when one transforms the mind, which then arcs with the subconscious, it begins to behold thought processes. Now, this is important because there are so many scriptures that speak about the power of the thought. Through this process of engaging with the mind, with the subconscious and engaging with some of these processes within me, when you behold a thought, that thought is so powerful. You know, Scripture says that Yahweh gives us the desires of our heart. And it's the heart that thinks as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And the thought is something that creates. (laughs) So going through all of these processes for me, I want my thoughts to be Yahweh's thoughts. And Yahweh's thoughts to be my thoughts. And, you know, I sit and engage with this. And when I begin to behold a thought, it is connected to my desire. Through my desire, I begin to pray by the Spirit. And the thought carries the life to now allow it to come into my reality and to begin to behold through the gate of who I am so that I can see that thought now become a manifestation around me because of my union with Yahweh. And in this process, I engage by the Spirit. So let me try and, I'm trying to find language for this man because I've seen the fruit and it's amazing. So the process now of the renewed mind, arcing together with the subconscious that I spoke about, beholding a thought through the desire of my heart, within the union that I have with Yahweh, I have this and then I begin to engage by the Spirit. I begin to pray by the Spirit. So, for example, I'll have something that's within my my thought process 
And I'll just kiaraba so korobo kiaraba shiendera ba 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 siendera ba roko shikiaraba. And what I'd see is this thought now carrying this laugh because it's now the thought that now manifests itself within me so that I carry the record of that thought. And by praying in the spirit, I begin to, through the breath, breathe this into creation. And then faith begins to see this, what is unfolding. And then faith engages with hope and allows me to see the manifestation of what was once a thought, so powerful, by the way, seated within the realms of the kingdom. And it all comes together, and that becomes the evidence of what I haven't yet seen. Faith is the substance. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence, the tangible reality of that which you have not yet seen within the realms of the earth. So, oh man. So, I engage by the Spirit. I hold the thought that is within my heart. It becomes me. Through the breath, I begin to engage and I breathe it into creation. Faith sees what is unfolding. Faith engages with hope. So faith becomes the evidence of what I want to begin to behold within creation. So I see it. And then it becomes that manifestation. And through my desire, through the breath, I begin to engage with this process until I see it manifest. By doing this, <laughs> you see that there is no doctrine within our belief of unanswered prayers. Because when you see it through this process that I explained now and you engage with hope, which is the joyful anticipation of that what is about to unfold within you so that you can, by the breath, begin to breathe it into creation to see the evidence thereof and to expect the manifestation. It changes the way you view the realms of the kingdom. It changes the way you see your function within creation and you have a responsibility to begin to unfold this process. So, <laughs> oh man, this is so awesome just to, you know, spend this time engaging with you. But my heart is that the thought process and how we begin to behold this would manifest around you because of what you are beholding as a son in your rightful position. So enjoy this journey of the renewed mind. Enjoy this journey of engaging with the subconscious and then to hold the thought that is in perfect union with Yahweh so that by the breath, as you begin to pray by the Spirit, you can expect a manifestation to take place around you. Oh, so good, man. So thank you so much for just spending this time with me. And I trust that this has encouraged you. It's been such a joy to share my heart with you today. So from my house to yours, Shalom.